What's up, poor fam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. JT and Ryan back in the house. We're here. We're here. We're here. Hello, We're here. everybody. Sorry, We're I need to get some water in my mouth. My we, throat's uh, dry. We actually ain't seen each other in a couple of weeks. We kind of miss each other. Yeah, no more. We haven't played Tiddlywinks in about I had to play weeks. with myself. I had nobody to play with. Bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> but hey, only I know how to take care of me. Oh, you do it better. Everyone. Everyone does it better themselves. Fucking get the clean axes. I don't need your handle. I could do it myself. Try and shoot it out. Um, get tissues to wipe the tears away after you're done. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you've disappointed yourself. <laughs> well, you know, that's what happens uh, you know, when close. you've got an enormous you know. ego. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what you been you know. doing for two weeks? Oh, nothing. Just working. Working. I can't I get my you. shit squared. I got to can't quit touching stuff. Don't touch me. Story of his life. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch me. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, no. Things, uh, things have been cool, man. Uh, work is is work. Yeah. Off for three days this weekend. There you go. Thank you, Labor Day. The not labor non Labor Day. Yeah. Labor non Labor Day. Yeah, which I'm gonna get up in the morning and cut my grass. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be working on some vehicles probably. No day off. Just for me. checking some stuff. No day Gotta change out the cabin air filters on the Jeep. The crabbing air. Tell you what, dude, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. My Jeep doesn't even have one. First of all, that year didn't come out with one, but Krista's did. <laughs> so I gotta fix that. Interesting. Interesting little note. But anyways. Anyway. Been watching some cool stuff. I have. I have. I've watched. Uh, I've watched two really good movies, mm. uh, and both of them are new. Ooh. So interesting. Uh, hopefully. I don't know if you've seen either one of these, but... Uh, well, I don't know either because I don't know what they are. Okay. So, <laughs> I I sat down. I've been hear, hearing a lot of flack over it. I sat down and I watched the new Boogeyman the other night. So did I. What did you think of it? It was all right. I thought it was pretty damn good. It was all right. I uh, thought it was um, it was a movie that I could show my kids. Yeah, which was, which absolutely. Was, which is cool. Absolutely. Um, it kind of gave me a little bit of like uh, when I say it was all right. I mean, I'm not trying to talk down on it. It just uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more gory. Yeah. Um, um, so I I didn't really think too much about the gore, but it was the creep factor for me. Um, I I kind of went in thinking it was going to be like the you know the one that came out and i god i don't even remember when it came out oh yeah three yeah. or uh-huh. something like that and uh it wasn't i mean it was it was similar similar kind of theme but completely different this one was actually all stephen king this this movie was based off of one of his short stories and he was actually one of the producers Sweet. on this film so yeah i uh I, I enjoyed the atmosphere of it really good um i liked how they would fade in the face Mm-hmm. out of the darkness and stuff a lot it was reminiscent of halloween yeah it was really cool man i like i yeah. like I, I, yeah. it was it was uh, a good movie i, I love i love the look of the creature in that yeah uh, i thought they did it did a really good uh job and uh the uh we all know uh javier Bo- Bodet 
or Baudet or whatever. Uh, he's the one that played the creature in that, and he's done a lot of like he was the creature in the Mama movie. Javier Bourdain or Bourdain? No, it's like Bordet or Bordet, Bordet or something like that. But uh, anyway, uh, very cool movie. I like the story, um, the the family dynamic there. You know, with the father and they've yeah, lost, yeah, yeah. They've lost their mother, and it's the father and these two young girls. I liked how liked it, how it like uh, kind of like um, how it mimicked the people's voices and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Um, like I said, guys, I'm not when I say it was good. I don't mean like oh, you know, I could tolerate it. It was actually a really good movie. I could show my kids and watch it with them. That was which is good. I like right. finding those type of movies. Yeah, kind of gave me. Now, to a point, hear me out here. It kind of gave me um, scary stories told in the dark vibes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, I can um, see that. and I like that. I like that. Don't get me wrong. You know, that's like um, I've been trying to find stuff I can watch <laughs> with my kids because they're constantly wanting to watch scary stuff with me. Right. So this right. is a good movie for you guys if you want to watch something with your kids that they can watch, and it is scary for them. Probably, maybe a little bit scary, uh, depending on how old your kids are and how much you've, you know, they've been influenced or how much they've seen certain movies or whatever. But this is something else I watched the other day that I thought would be like good for, uh, be decent for the kids to watch. Um, um, I watched, uh, I got halfway through cobweb and I don't know if you've seen that one. Yes. I I was going to talk about it too. Cause I thought I mentioned it to you last week that I had seen it. You did. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed that movie. I didn't care for the end of it though. Right. It was uh, well, which you haven't which seen the end, so we won't talk about it. But uh, I thought I thought that was really cool the way they did that. Did Did you get to the bedroom scene where the mom comes through the door? No, not yet. Oh, dude, dude, very I've creepy. Seen the preview. Yeah, it's it a, it's in the that. preview, and that whole scene is just like fucking. It it kind of throws you back. You're like, God damn. <laughs> I tell you what, I did you know? watch. And um, please tell me, please tell me, huh? Please tell me. So what I did watch, and I thought was gonna be meh, and actually was kind of cool because it's what it's doing is it's introducing. It's 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 putting it basically. It's a it's like a pilot is what it is. It's a pilot movie. Dylan's new nightmare. Dylan's new nightmare. Yes. Dude, I ain't even heard of it's that. It's a thirty-minute movie or like a forty-five-minute movie on um. Dylan's. It's you watch on YouTube. New nightmare. It's on YouTube, and it literally has it literally. God dang it! Why can't I never remember his name? Because it's that one dude. <laughs> I might have to check that out. I haven't even heard of that. Oh, uh, so it, it just dropped on YouTube the other day. Okay. And it's a nightmare. It's a. It's so you remember um, new nightmare. Yeah. So Kelly Lane Camp or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, Kelly, right? Yeah. Uh, or is it Jennifer? No, Kelly. Heather. Heather. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me <laughs> I had to think of that for a minute. Heather Lane Camp. Yeah. So she plays herself in that movie, you know. Well, this movie is about the son. And he grows up. And guess who guess who's playing him? Same kid. Really? It's the kid who played Gage in freaking uh Pet Cemetery and all that. Oh shit! He uh he plays and kills it. He's fucking Jack too. Wow, like, that's cool. But like, anyways, like he's in it, 
and he's the same kid, you know. Um, and uh, he plays his his self or whatever from the new nightmare, and uh, it's it's just a little. It's like a it's like a pilot movie. It's like a screener, you know, something yeah. that you can see to be like, oh, you, and you could tell that they ended it to intentionally to make it to where to make another one. And hopefully enough people watch this to where it gains traction and they get more fucking. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll have to check that out. So uh, if you haven't watched that, guys, go watch that and leave a comment like it. That way we can get these movies made. Yeah. And I will tell you right off the bat. Um, I didn't care. For uh, which we're gonna have this problem every fucking time, so it doesn't matter. But I didn't right. care for who they or for the Kruger. His makeup was a little fucking weird, and his um. And I'm sure his voice was fucking weird. Too. Yes, that's the whole thing, mm. man. It's hard to get past that. Yeah, and even some kind of it's like the the, the mannerisms of the face, like the the things. There's just little things that like uh. I will say this. So the remake, right? With uh our our guy. Yeah, um uh, um gosh dang it. You Haley, know. Yeah. Uh, Haley. Something yeah, Haley. God, I can't remember that guy's name. Or Haley something. But anyways, I actually think that he killed it on the mannerism, mannerism, mannerism how you say it like right. when he, the way Kruger in the movies would like like he'd like go <laughs> Yeah, like, like enunciated. How shit. he enunciated yeah. things, how his face looked, right. how he nod his head a little bit. Like, <laughs> you know, he yeah. had that yeah. down. He just wasn't Kruger. Right. This guy, they did the, he did his best. He didn't do horrible. It wasn't like super shitty. I just, you know. Jack, Jackie. Yeah. Jackie Haley. Jackie Haley. There it is. Yeah. But, you know, um, for all intents and purposes, I thought it was really cool. And, of course, what's his I wish I could. I really need to fucking learn to remember these names. I'm horrible with names, guys. But the guy, the kid who played it from the kid played from, Cage yeah. from Pet Cemetery. He, because he played in uh, New Nightmare or whatever, I believe, didn't he play the son? If I remember correctly. You, I, don't, I don't remember. But he, uh, he fucking killed it. That's, Did a great job. Uh, great job. Cool. Really sold it. Really, like, uh. Yeah, I, I I liked it. So I was like, sweet. That's fucking, I literally heard about it. I seen the thing. It said, on it ran across Facebook, said, hey, Dylan's new nightmares out. I'm like, oh, what's that? Went on fucking YouTube because that's where it's at. Check it out. I was like, oh, cool. So only like fucking 35 minutes or some shit or 40 minutes. So like, fuck it, I'm going to watch yeah. it. It's not pretty good. Dude, while we're on the subject, I, I got to bring this up. So do you remember the John Cusack movie, Better Off Dead? Yes. Okay, where his girlfriend broke up with yes. him and he's trying to kill himself yes. you know, all throughout the movie. Comedy, you know. Uh, so I'm scrolling through the channels and I haven't watched that movie in forever. And I probably hadn't seen it since I was a teenager, you know. Right. And uh, I used to love that movie. And I was scrolling through the channels and it was on. I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to sit and watch us for a few minutes. All of a sudden they showed his the girl that broke up with him. And my mind was fucking blown. It was Tina from Nightmare on Elm Street. I was like, what the fuck? I'm trying to remember that move. Now I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> it's her because as soon as I saw her, I was like, wait a minute. What What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> totally blew my mind. But uh, uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, just yeah, one of those funny. silly things. It's funny when you see, that happens. you see that stuff and like uh, you catch people 
in these movies that I don't, it's it's weird to me that some of these people they do a really good job like in some of these horror movies but then they don't cast them again right Right. And you're like, because they get that horror fucking movie, whatever. Like, Linda Blair's a prime example. You know, she pigeonholed into right, horror movies. Right, you know. So mm. I, it, it's a shame because, mm. like, a lot of these people fucking are great actors or actresses, whatever yeah. you want to say. But, uh, so another big thing, another big movie I watched this week. Uh, in fact, I just watched this Friday night. And that is the last voyage of the Demeter. I thought you. I haven't watched it. I knew you're gonna bring it up, and I, I've heard mixed reviews. Dude, I absolutely fucking love that movie. It was killer. Um, it is. You got to go into that movie. Uh, it it is more like watching a pirate movie almost. Um, but Dracula's loose on the ship, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but you really you really got to go into that movie, you know, like you're watching an old like pirate movie, like black sails or something, gotcha. or, you know, or a show like black sails or something like that. But, uh, dude, I thought it was damn good. I thought it was damn good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody in it, the, the, all the people in it played very good roles. Uh, and it did a really good job. See, what's funny is, is like all of the Dracula movies, sometimes they'll bring that up but they don't really tell you the whole story. If you read the actual book, Bram Stoker's actual book, Dracula, right. uh, in there, there's a section called the captain's log. And it's basically what they base this movie off of. Gotcha. Is what Bram Stoker wrote as the captain's log. And, uh, yeah, I watched it. I, I was, I was pretty impressed with it. I, I liked it. Was it the best thing I've ever seen? No, but it was good. It was damn good. That's like, a, um, and that led me into as soon as I got done with that, I couldn't stop. Then I, then I was on a Dracula kick. So then the next thing I watched was, and don't ask me why, but I just did. I watched the 1979 version of Dracula with Frank Langella in it. And, uh, it's very seventies, um, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it's actually a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, but in, in that, it's really funny because at the end of the last voyage of the Demeter, you know, was because uh, we all know the ship wrecks and that's mm -hmm. how Dracula gets it's to England, you know, well then the Dracula, the 1979 Dracula starts out on the ship. That's cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's why I wanted to watch it. Cause I was like, I remember that started out on the ship, but I hadn't seen it in a long time. Hell yeah. And so it was like a continuation of that same movie. So yeah, it's funny. Cause my boys, uh, they s stayed with their grandma last night, but they went and watched, uh, that new, uh, blue beetle. Oh, sweet. They said it was fucking awesome. They love yeah, it. it so looked, the preview looks really good. They said they it. loved it, but, uh, it's funny cause my son, of course, not to be, you know, always trying to impress me. He's like, so he's like, yeah, dad. Uh, he's like when we got done watching that, he's like, uh, what he said, he said, uh, uh, me and Ma had to go to the bathroom. So when she went in the bathroom, I snuck into the nun and finished watching it. <laughs> I'm like, no, you didn't. He like, it was playing. It's not even out yet. Yeah, I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm going to say it comes out Thursday. And he, I'm probably going to go see it. He had a Chris Farley moment. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. But you could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, sir. But yeah, he's always... In fact, I got to watch the first one this week because I'm going to go see the new one this weekend. Which looks better than the first one. I like the first one. I like the first one. Don't get me wrong. Very, the atmosphere in the first one's amazing. I just, yeah. you know, what was the movie? Okay, that's like, uh, that's like a lot of people talk about like the Red Door. Mm-hmm. Was it the best in the series? By far, no. No, no. But what it did was it brought But the story the- was kick-ass, the way yes, they tied the yeah. whole series together. Yeah, and that's what the whole point of it. It was the ending closure thing. It tied everything right. together and put a nice little bow on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. I did watch put a bow on me. Yeah. Right around the tip. I mean, anyways, uh, <laughs> I did watch, uh, it's not, I don't know if you consider it horror. I call it more action, but I watch, uh, the Meg two. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen the first one. I haven't watched the so second part one two. Yet. It's cool. Interesting. You know, I like Jason Statham. I, so. Yeah. I fucking like it. I love yeah. him as an actor, dude. He's, he's one of my favorite action stories. Yeah. Man. He's a badass. But uh, it was good and very entertaining. Um, worth watching. Yeah, you know, fun. What's one of those fun movies? You no know, crazy shit happens. You, uh, get, it's funny to me because a lot of people are like, oh, that would never. It was like it's a movie, bro. Right, right. I do that all the time with myself. I, like I know my wife does that too. She'll be like, really? Come on. I'm like, honey, it's a movie. It's entertainment. Yeah. I have to tell myself that, like, with movies, especially with, horror, with my favorite fucking genre, you know, I have to, because, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, like, I, I'm, I'm like a survivalist type person, like, like, I see myself, I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> we just watched, about an hour ago, we just watched uh, that Pete Davidson movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I, I haven't, I've seen the preview. Uh, it, 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 it was okay. It, it was okay. It, it wasn't bad. It was okay. But the, the end of it's pretty funny. Uh, but uh, I'll probably never watch it. So, uh, yeah. well, we're not going to talk about it on here. Uh, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a big Pete Davidson fan anyway. But, right, right, right. You know, whatever. But Each yeah, man, I'll tell you what though. So I have been, um, like I said, I'm, I, I'm, Wanting to watch things, but I'm also trying to find things I can watch with my kids. That way I can. Yeah, you know, I, re- I wish I could remember what it was I watched. So I. Uh, it I, was scary, but it wasn't. Right. Too something bad. You, you know. I looked up. Um, I was watching. Um, Are you scared of the dark? Or don't be afraid of the dark. Okay. Okay. I think it's Are You Scared of the Dark? Well, maybe a TV show. But it has like three seasons, and you know what? I really like. How they're making these, like, I kind of wish that they would redo some Goosebump stuff. Because the way that they're doing these Are You Afraid of the Dark things, dude, um, the series is actually really cool. It's darker, but it's not so bad to where, like, it's not like anything you can't, a a, a kid can't watch. But it's a lot scarier, a lot darker, you know what I mean? Um, Like, the one I just watched, one I just finished... It was season two, and um, it was basically talking about, like, the Boogeyman or Shadow Man. Okay. Dude, it's fucking really good. Like, the way they did it, the creep, it's, it's <laughs> you know, I was impressed. So I'm like, sweet, so now I can watch this with the kids and freaking, you know. I like how they're going a little darker with things. You know what I mean? What the hell is that Spirit Halloween? Uh, well, if it's anything like the stores, it's going to suck. Oh, burp, 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 burp. we need to get some fucking things on our 
hater alert. We get something on our fucking uh, a button that says hater alert, hater well, alert. I have one on there that's like a want one, but yeah, want want But I don't remember which button it is, so I don't want <laughs> to hit the wrong one. Okay. I was trying to remember what the hell that movie was I watched the other night that I was like, yeah, this would be good for Ryan and the kids. Hell yeah. I'm was. always looking for stuff like that. If you guys have any suggestions from, um, and a lot of the older stuff, like I said, I've watched with my boys. I mean, Boogeyman wouldn't be that bad. For right. hundred you know? percent. Boogeyman wouldn't be, um, I didn't finish cobwebs yet, so I don't know. Man, um, I, I like that movie. Right. No, it was, it's been, all the way till the end. So I was and saying, then I still like it. Somebody but. was saying, and it kind of makes sense now after I heard him say it, um, that it was giving them um, Coraline vibes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I can see that. But it's kind of weird. So I don't know, man. I fucking... I did watch something horrifying to me last night. And that was... My wife made me watch the new fucking uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, God. Which wasn't horrible. Oh, God. Wasn't horrible, you know? She loves that shit, so she thought it was amazing. Hey, there was your Meg too. That was a good movie. Is you know very entertaining, very action packed. I like the first one. Yeah, you'll like this one. You'll like this. Different. You'll like this one for sure. Um, there is some cool new stuff coming out that uh, you know, let's just run through this list real quick. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. I want to talk about those. So uh, I saw that there's a Trick or Treat two coming out. Man. If it's half as good as the first one, it's going to be a phenomenal movie. I cannot fucking wait. Uh, they announced Scary Stories too. Going to love that. Uh, same deal. I, I like. Mean, I like the. Uh, I, that movie was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drag Me to Hell too. Hmm. Wonder what they're going to do with That's that. That's a highly underrated movie, in my yeah. opinion. Um, for for you guys that are into the whole Fear Street series, we're getting a, another Fear Street movie. Fear Street 4, that's really all they've told us at this point. Um, and then we've got a couple remakes going on. Well, one of these isn't a remake. It's uh, called The First Omen, and it's going to be like a precursor to the original Omen. Okay. Like a prequel. Uh, and then we've got some remakes going on. They're doing uh, a remake of The Howling. Uh, please don't fuck that up, because that's a great movie. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. I like the first one. I honestly, I didn't care for that movie. Like it, it was a, it was at that time in my life where I, it's not a bad movie. I just, I think I've only watched it once and right. have just, right. okay, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, I am looking forward to Universal's doing another Wolfman movie. Uh, I kind of like, I, I go against the grain here. I like the Benicio del Toro Wolfman. I thought it was really good. Um, but atmosphere. Right. I mean, uh, it, that movie was closer to the original, I think, than any of them have been. Um, a lot of people hate that movie, though. Uh, and then they're doing 28 months later. Hell, yeah, about time. So I'm surprised they haven't done that. I wonder if it's been 28 months since the first. Or I was going to wait longer than that. Yeah, I was going to say, surely it's been Fuck, longer it's probably than been that. 28 years? months, hell, that's only two years and four months. It's, oh, yeah. It it's probably longer. been 10 years yeah. since. Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, just some that I that I ran across. The trick or treat hey. too. Hopefully they fucking kill that because that's yeah. gonna be awesome, dude. They, the first one's gonna be impossible to top. Great movie. Mm, it is. You know, it's just one of those it things is. where 
at least they're not hopefully they stick with that they see how good honestly like that movie kind of turned into a cult classic you know what i mean which is cool um i think it's it's not without its hate though well, <laughs> there's some people out there that don't like people it hate all. everything sorry you Jay. know what i mean yeah, easy on the guys here yeah easy. i just fucking elbowed him jason right in the fucking good thing he's got that hockey mask on you bastard but no, you know, everybody's going to hate on stuff. It's yeah, uh, yeah. We hate on things. Everyone has their opinions. They're like assholes. Everybody's got them. Yeah. But, um, you know. I don't know. We don't really hate on that much. It's not hate on. We just give our opinion, and it is what it is. I mean, we yeah. hate on fucking Halloween, too, a lot. Rob Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Greg Bozzelli and I had words about that the other day. Oh, did you? I told him, I said, I think you've been drinking too many of the drinks you've been making. So, <laughs> I was just giving him trouble. Love you, Greg. I, you here's my take on Rob Zombie's Halloween. I've said it a million times. You cut the first half hour, 45 minutes off the beginning of that movie, it'd be fucking phenomenal. Mm. I did like the brutalness and stuff. I couldn't stand the fucking beginning of it. I almost right. got up and walked out of the theater because I was like, this is bullshit. We're not supposed to be seeing this. Everybody now wants, and that's a thing too. And don't, Everybody I know. Everybody wants backstory. Yeah. I want to see, or they, 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 to me, I feel like it's, mm. it's, it's them trying to fucking like, uh, people are, what do they call it? Origin story. I want yeah. an origin story. I don't. I don't. I, that was Michael the whole Michael Myers point. doesn't need an origin story. That's what makes him so fucking creepy. He's just pure evil. Like everyone's like, oh no, he got bullied. That's why he did that. No, no, that's not. That's not no, why he it's did not. That shit. He did that shit because he stabbed his sister in the tits. Yeah. And then he fucking, you know, he's full of evil. He's just evil incarnate. I try to explain it to people. I was like, they don't catch it. It's like, they just don't understand. I'm like, they just don't get it. They just don't get us. No one understands me anymore, man. I don't know. It's bullshit. It's mixed feelings. And that's what's cool about it. Everyone has their own, you know, version of things and how they. Bullshit is what it is. You know. It's all a bunch of bullshit. All right, so let's get let let's quit fucking around here. Uh, Ryan came up to me, came to me with an idea. He said, uh, "Hey, I want to talk about this," and we both looked into it, and we both sat down at the table and said, "There's not a lot to this story, but so, there but is it is very cool. cool. Yeah, it, there is some very cool shit. So what we're talking about is the Ackley House in Nyack." Nyack, is that how you Nyack. Nyack, New yeah. York. Nyack. Um, very cool story. Uh, I kind of want to get into a little bit of the background of the house itself. Um, we've got some pictures we're going to throw up here. So if you guys are listening, eh, you won't you won't see the pictures, but it's really not that big of a deal. It's just pictures of a house. Right. Um, but uh uh, basically, this house was built right off the Hudson River, and it was built in the early 18, uh, well, it was built in 1890, so the late 1800s was when this house was built. Five bedroom, three and a half bath, approximately 4,600 square feet. Nice looking house, too. Um, yeah, it's a very good looking house. We'll throw some pictures up here. Let's see. Let's throw that up here. So the, this is the exterior of the house. This is actually a view from the river. Um, I like it. The house was purchased by George and Helen Ackley uh, in the early 1960s. And they uh, they lived in the house with their four 
four kids. Uh, we're not going to mention their names, but CGCM. Uh, <laughs> but one of their one of their children was that the child. Yeah. Was, uh, oh no no no! That was the husband. The husband died at an area hospital after heart surgery in 1978. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Uh, he was only 53 years old, and uh, the the story was less than a year after the first accounts. Uh, paranormal activity appeared. Um, so basically what happened was <clears throat> they had, uh, in the 1970s, Reader's Digest had done a story on this place because the family had claimed that, you know, there was some some paranormal activity going on. So when when this couple bought this house, the house had been vacant and was in complete disrepair. Uh, it, the, the story that I had read is it had been vacant for at least 10 years and before they bought crazy. it. That's crazy. That's a nice uh, Local children, you know, supposedly warned them that the house was haunted, uh, but there was really no prior paranormal incidents, to, you know, that were published or anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, years later, Helen claimed that there were at least three ghosts in the residence, uh, she described two as a married couple who had lived in the 18th century and the other as a Navy lieutenant in the American Revolution. Interesting. So in 1993, she was contacted by paranormal researcher Bill Merrill and medium Glenn Johnson. Bill fucking Merrill. Bill Merrill. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, these two came to the house. And they claim to have already made contact with two of the spirits. Uh, this house sat, uh, what was kind of cool is this house sat at the end of a cul-de-sac. Um, and it was funny, but just because at the, at the beginning of the road, there was a big dead end sign there. <laughs> and then this house was, uh, it, it was one of the first houses on this little area. Um, in fact, it garnered the address of one lava la vida place so it was the first house in this little cul-de-sac neighborhood or whatever <clears throat> uh, but anyway these two uh the paranormal researcher and the medium uh we'll call them bill and glenn uh, you know are your names bill and glenn or is that like what you do uh <laughs> man that would have been so much better if it would have been neil and bob <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, the pair met with Helen and uh, disclosed that the couple were likely uh, the were likely the poltergeists of Sir George and Lady Margaret, who Ooh. lived in the region in the 18th century. In 1995, Marilyn Johnson published a book about their findings entitled "Sir George: The Ghost of Nyack." Uh, and still it's available. apparently it's still available on Amazon. So it's, yeah, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Well, I don't know if you're going to get to that part or if, if you're wanting to do something before we talk about the, the cool aspect of this well, whole situation. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to get into that, uh, the, the whole reason why we brought this up is this, this started something new. And we're going to let Ryan talk to you about that. Yeah, what, what's and it's cool about this. Cool about it because um, it's cool because, like it says, this came. This brought up brought up a qu actual court case 
And now they're calling it has it's uh commonly known as the Ghostbuster ruling, which is cool. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion. I think it's cool that they gave it that. And it said in the case of the New York Supreme Court, um appellate division. Appellate division held that held that held that a house which the owner had previously advised to the public as haunted by ghosts legally was haunted for the purpose of an action for a recession, right? Yep. Yeah. Brought by a subsequent purchaser of the house. So basically what they're saying is this became, I guess you would say the first legally haunted house. And it brought upon an actual ruling that they're calling, you know, they're calling it the Ghostbuster ruling, whatever. But um, so it brought this on, which is awesome because basically what that means is that now what it's saying is if you say JT selling me his house and he comes and says, hey, this house is haunted. Just so you know, I want to make sure you're aware of that so you can't back out of this contract. Right? Yeah. I ain't paying for no damn ghosts. <laughs> I ain't paying for no extra residences. But yeah, so that's, I know people may think not think that's really cool, but to me, that's a big deal. And it's like a major, you know, uh, I don't know, milestone, I guess you would say for the paranormal activity or paranormal community as well, because that's given validation through the courts. Right. Of paranormal. Activity. Yeah. The, the courts are, you know, and it's so funny that, that the courts would actually, like Ryan said, validate that. Um, that means that the court is in agreement that there is paranormal activity. Right. Not just paranormal activity in this house. They are agreeing in a court of law that paranormal activity actually exists. Yeah. So, I mean, and that, and that could go. That's kind of fucking cool. Like, that could that could go so many different directions, you know what I mean? Um, as far as like other things that get exposed, like we've talked about recently, you know, like with UFOs and UAPs and shit. Yeah. It just keeps, it, it, it's one of those deals to me. This is a very like historical and important event for the paranormal community. Yeah. Cause it, it gives them something that, they can reach to or or go to. It'd be like, hey, look, you guys already said this shit exists. So, and when someone says, oh, it doesn't it doesn't exist, they can pull this up. Like, well, government says so, <laughs> and it's a, it's actual. Yeah, it's an actual ruling in law says that that you have to. So I know that this is probably different in other because my wife works in real estate. I know like different different states have different you know, jurisdictions and laws and stuff as far as that goes. I don't think in Missouri that you have to, um, you know, say it's freaking haunted, but um, I could be wrong on that. I'll ask for that. I should have asked for that ahead of time, actually. Right. Now I'm thinking about it. Well, it, the reason why this comes up, uh, you know, why this is coming up now is uh, this this house just went back on the market again um, for, for the measly measly sum of 1.9 million dollars oh that's nothing um but the reason why this all came about was uh so this helen ackley had reported the existence of ghosts in the house to both reader's digest 
and a local newspaper on three occasions between 1977 and 1989, when the house was included on a five-home walking tour of the city. She recounted to the press several instances in which the poltergeist interacted directly with members of her family. She claimed that grandchildren received gifts of baby rings, all of which suddenly disappeared later. She also claimed that one ghost would wake her daughter, Cynthia, each morning by shaking her bed. She claimed that when spring break arrived, Cynthia proclaimed loudly that she did not have to wake up early and she would like to sleep in. Her bed did not shake the next morning. So in in 19, it, it, was, it was around 1989, the beginning of 1990, uh, the house went up for sale. And there was a there was a guy, this is how this case came about. There was a guy, his name was uh, Jeffrey Stambovsky, uh, had entered into a contract to purchase the house. Uh, because Stambovsky signed the contract and made a $32,500 down payment, to the agreed price of $650,000, Ackley would not sign her into the contract until after the haunting was disclosed to the buyers. So she had put this up on, it was actually listed through a company called Ellis Realty, um, and they revealed the haunting to him. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is the broker telephoned Stamboski and advised him of Ackley's claim, and he laughed and said, we'll have to call in the Ghostbusters. Well, <laughs> who are you going to call? Uh, <laughs> so the broker then advised Helen Ackley that Stambovsky was advised, and she signed her into the contract for the sale. The house was uh, heading to closing. Both the broker and the seller told the court the sequence of events. Stambovsky claimed he was never advised of this Stanvosky was from new york city and was not aware of the folklore of nyack including the widely known haunting story about one week after the contracts of sale were fully signed Stanvosky requested an in-person meeting at the property with the seller directly to discuss the ghosts after Stanvosky were told uh, by mrs ackley passionately of the haunting story he filed an action requesting recession uh, of the contract of sale and for damages for fraudulent misrepresentation by Ackley and Ellis Realty. Stamboski did not attend the closing, which caused him to forfeit the down payment, although he was then not obligated to buy the house. A New York Supreme Court dismissed the action and Stamboski uh, appealed. Uh, so he he appealed this case and because the Supreme court in New York had gotten involved, that is why that we now have this law on the books that if you, if you're going to sell a dwelling, you have to, uh, you have to tell people that you think it's haunted. It's crazy. I wonder if how legit that is about, Cause she made the point to tell them about it. And then he afterwards several he, times. Yeah. And after that, and then he tried to back out on the deal. Now what's funny is, is he, he requested an, in, what it doesn't tell us is he requested an in-person meeting with Mrs. Ackley. And shortly after that, 
he decides he's not going to buy the house. Right. Did he go there and see some shit that was like, eh, maybe I better not. Get the vibe of the house. You know, you walk yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you walk in the door and you're like, oh, this is a beautiful house. It's a beautiful neighborhood. The kids are happy. Look at the water. Get out. Look at that Too demon. we can't stay, baby. Look at that demon over there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, very cool, uh, very cool story. And it's funny because now, like, and we laugh about it all the time because you see them. You'll see these uh, house for sale signs, and not, underneath not it, it'll say "not haunted." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it actually is a real deal, folks. So, if your house is haunted, you got to foreclose that shit. Mm. You know, I was watching a uh, foreclose. That ain't that ain't right. Yeah, you, you, you got to tell people you about that shit you before run. you uh, sell it. No, so um, speaking of haunted houses, I was. Uh, watching something about haunted houses and stuff. And um, I think it was like most haunted or some shit. I can't remember. I was a show or something, but they brought up, believe it or not. I can't remember what, what I was actually watching or maybe I was reading, but they brought up that fucking house in bell that Bradley was telling us about. Oh, wait, an old mill house and, and oh, okay. And I guess now um, there's a guy who bought it and they're renovating it and they're going to uh, like turn into like a B&B or something maybe. Yeah. Or like something like the something like the uh, Lint Mansions type stuff. That's cool. That's, That's going to cool. be badass. So we'll have to get in there for sure. That'll be a cool ass time. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually uh, been, been uh, throwing this around. Uh, so next next week on the show, folks, we're gonna have the uh, guys from uh, Haunted Souls Paranormal on. Hell yeah, gonna be a killer show. Uh, they're from St. Louis. I wanted to see if maybe we can get with them guys and go get in Limp, Limp Mansion. You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll we're gonna talk to them about it. That's but, cool. uh, but yeah, this is a very cool story. Um, <clears throat> from what I hear, I had read that some celebrity or athlete or something had owned the house and they were trying to rehab it back to its former glory. Uh, if you've seen some of these pictures on here, which I'm sorry, I haven't been flipping the pictures. Um, the place is just absolutely gorgeous, but it is very modern looking inside. Um, and this guy was apparently going to take it back to how it looked you know, when right. it was first built or whatever. So, but, uh, but yeah, pretty cool story. Um, yeah, I mean, that's as modern as modern. Yeah. Can get I like there, it. You know, good. It, it's a good, it's a gorgeous house, you know, but, uh, but very cool. Uh, very cool story. Makes you want to go there and stay. Yeah. At least they yeah. Turn to an Airbnb. Dude, yeah. You know, yeah. No kidding. How many people would stay there? Like, dude. They'd be having all kinds of business. No, I bet kidding. that place would be sold out all fucking year long. Imagine that go there and sit there for like two weeks in the winter. Yeah, just I mean they probably place. would do that. Just I mean, stay in that fucking place, oh, dude, yeah. and like record the whole time. That'd be a bad fucking ass. I see all these damn YouTube, these damn YouTube kids out there living my life. <laughs> They're fucking going to all these haunted places and stuff. <laughs> this is kind of funny. So, uh, the case generated so much publicity, uh, 
and area real estate agents had between 25 and 50 potential buyers calling within a week of the court's decision. Hell yeah. You know, because people are wanting to buy it. Oh, and then here's this, uh, here's this, it's musician Natasia, Natasia or whatever has bought the house, uh, and Matt Matasua, I don't know how you say that, but, uh, Anyway, the home went up for sale in 2020 for 1.9 million and last sold in 2021 for 1.795 million. That's a lot of Skrilla. Mm-hmm. Skrilla. What's crazy is but, yeah. if they turn it into an Airbnb, dude, they'd make a shit. They'd, they'd make so much money. Make so it'd be much ridiculous. Money. It'd be ridiculous. badass, bro. Ridiculous. Hell to the yeah. Ooh, what is that? But anyway. So what is that? That's our story on the, the Ghostbuster house. ruling. Yeah, <laughs> the Ackley House. So, uh, you guys all know I, I I work at a car dealership, and there's a lot of a lot of employees there, and and I'm the guy that they you know they call Mister Halloween. You know that my office has got all kinds of creepy shit all over. I've it heard and, other names, but whatever. And. Uh, well, yeah, but I can't say those on the air. Um, <laughs> and uh, occasionally, occasionally they they like to come back and tell me stories, tell me weird stories. Well, one of the guys a uh, couple weeks ago comes back and he says, "Hey, have you ever heard of?" And that's how it always starts. And I'm like, "It's All just right, a let rash. me grab a pen." <laughs> you know, he said, "Have you ever heard of?" The headless woman of Dumas. Dumas. And uh, I'm like, no, that's a new one on me. And he said, well, my sister and my brother-in-law, they live in northern Missouri. And there is a town up there called Dumas. Dumas. And it is is up in Clark County. Mm. Um, And... There's a there's a story there's a there's a uh, a train trestle up there that the local local kids and stuff claim that they can uh, you know the story's been going around forever that they see a uh, a woman hanging from this trestle uh, sometimes they see an apparition on the road and she has no head. So I was like, okay, you know, you hear, you hear stories all the time about all of this stuff, you know, and of course the biggest one is the legend of sleepy hollow, right? You know, one of my favorite stories. So I was intrigued. I was like, okay, well here, let me write some stuff down and, uh, I'll start looking at it. So, uh, I started going through here and, uh, and I ran into a story about, this haunting um and uh we're just going to get into it uh the person that wrote this story it says uh i grew i grew up in rural revere and heard talk of a headless person haunting dumas Rhonda uh christian said i've only been to dumas one time but i didn't see anything fear and lack of familiarity with the area kept me away from there Mm. Eh, I get it. So every Clark County kid knows this story. Be careful in the tunnel at night. 
not a horseman, but the headless woman. She wanders through the tunnel looking for her head at night. Hmm. Uh, so Dumas is, uh, is a small town. Um, I don't know that it actually tells you the, the particulars here, but, uh, it's a very small town in Northern Missouri. And this legend has persisted about this haunting of a, uh, a headless woman named Mary Kirchner. Why does that name sound familiar? So, well, I've got a friend of mine named Kirchner. Um, Larry Kirchner owns the haunted, uh, the darkness haunted that's house. Where we, that's where I know so, the last name. Um, and the story is that she was, she was killed on the local train tracks. Uh, and it says this eerie phantom is believed to be the remnant of a tragic train wreck that took place in late summer or early fall in, of 1892 causing what legend claims between 13 to 27 fatalities. Mm. The accident occurred near the river overpass about half a mile from the Dumas tunnel overpass. The local lore persists that Mary Kirchner lost her head in this accident, her skull possibly carried away by the river. And now she eternally roams the area searching for it. Mm. So, as I was reading through this, I'm like, okay, this kind of sounds like every other story, right. you know? Right. So I started trying to dig deeper and come to find out very interesting. I got into some archives and found out that there truly was a train derailment by the river. Uh, the bridge had collapsed. And the engineer did not see the collapsed bridge. Somebody had tried to warn him of it, but by the time they warned him of it, it, it was too late for him to stop. Uh, train went off. 27 people were killed in this train accident. Um, now, there is no... No... Uh, record. Record of a Mary Kirchner being on the train. So, her name may not be Mary Kirchner, but... It is highly possible that this woman would have been on this train during this accident, lost her head, and uh, now she walks the road by the trestle searching for her head. Uh, there's a lot of other stories, um, like, you know, a lot of the kids, uh, the tale the makes the tunnel underpass an eerie yet enticing destination for these seeking a thrill or exploring local folklore. See, we need to do that. Most teens around here know about it, or they used to. It's a very popular spot to go when drinking or just to go ghost hunt. Damn, we need to check that out, dude. We need to find out how far that is from us and check it out. Uh, so there's a lady, Mary K. Teal Church, an area historian who was raised in Dumas, found a newspaper article published in the fall of 1892. I am sure it originated from a train wreck that took place just west of Dumas. She said several were killed. Possibly a woman was decapitated when a trestle was washed out during heavy rains and flooding. The train fell into the flooding creek at night. <clears throat> huh. So, 
the eastbound Santa Fe vestibule train, which was due at Revere Thursday morning at one twenty, and consisting of a mail and express baggage, two coaches and two sleepers went through a trestle bridge across the, the Kester branch about one mile east of Revere. Shortly after pulling out of the station, the unprecedented rains during the night had swollen all of the branches to uh, raging torrents, and the bridge over the Kester branch was moved out uh, was moved out of line by the force of the water. A uh, number of men and boys from Cahoka visited the scene of the wreck yesterday and reported immense crowds of people there from the surrounding country. So basically, I mean, it's the country. So a lot of people from all these little towns, they all showed up the next day trying to help, you know, they were trying to help find, you know, find people. And because of course there was a lot of people missing. Um, but what's interesting is, is the, the train was due, uh, the story I had read is it had left the train yard at like 1230 or, or something. And it was due at 120 in Revere and it never made it. And so now this haunting usually occurs around one o'clock in the morning is when most people claim to see this woman. See, we checked it out. Cause then I was reading at the bottom there and it says uh, the headless woman, the this woman appears in, in, in or, or near the tunnel where the road goes under the road, uh, the now BNSF tracks. According to those who have spotted her, church said that's the lady who's um, the historian. Lady. The church lady. So she said it's a fun legend for anyone who wants to venture down the five miles or so of gravel into the remote country. Heck yeah, yeah dude. That's something we need to go check out, bro. Headless Mary Kirchner. Supposedly, she was so distraught over losing her boyfriend that she was walking the tracks one night and got hit by a train. So there's another story that it could have been. Now, there were, there, like I had said, there were a few different stories here, but I did go back and I looked at some of the archive stuff, and there was an actual train accident, a train derailment. And that would explain why she would be hanging out around this train trestle. So awesome. Do we have to check that one out? Yeah, definitely. Look into that. Hell yeah, man. That's a good story. That's one that that we're going to maybe do some more, more research on here. Yeah. uh, I, you know, I just looked into it. It was something that it popped up and I thought, you know, Hey, that might be a fun little story to talk about. Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. Well, that's the yes, that's the show yes, tonight, sir. horror fam. That's it. That's it. That's all you fuckers get. So <laughs> gave you gave you a lot of movie bullshit and uh, just gave you a couple of ghost stories. But yeah, and, yeah. We love yeah, you guys. Uh, can't um, wait till next week. Where, yeah. uh, like I said, we're that's gonna have a uh, have uh, the guys from Haunted Souls Paranormal on. Uh, we met them at the uh, Haunted America conference yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny. We reached out to them and said, "Hey, would you be interested?" And they're like, "Fuck yeah!" I said, "Well, you can't cuss on our show." So uh, <laughs> only we no, can. I didn't say that. Only we. They can. didn't say that either. So, but uh, yeah, we are scheduled for next week. So you guys will probably get to hear that uh, on my birthday, maybe. Ooh, my birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Mr. Mr. President. President. 
Oh, Clown. Wait. He wouldn't know it was his birthday anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. We better go. But anyway, guys, that's the show. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks Love for all you, you do. Uh, please like, subscribe. Uh, ring that bell. Share all our shit because you love us. Yes. You really, really do. Uh, we're trying to be on Facebook a little more. Uh, YouTube's going really well. Uh, we're getting some good feedback from our last episode. If you didn't get to see our last episode, it was all on uh, horror movie previews, new stuff coming out. And uh, that went really well. Yep. We had a really good time doing that, and a lot of people are really digging it. So we may uh, do some more stuff like that. Hell yeah. And uh, and yeah. We love you, horror fam. Thank you for your support as always. And uh, more importantly, as always, until next time, keep it creepy. creepy.